Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Good morning and welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. The amazing and intellectual Poe, and I'm Kristen Harding, your other host. Welcome to our show. The angel, the alien, the intellect, and the wild card. Unfortunately, the <laughs> wild card is being wild and she's not here right now, but that's okay. She can do that. She has that right. I'm just worried she's mad at me because we ended up talking over each other a lot on last night's episodes. So I'm worried that she's mad at me, but usually, like, Melanie's way cooler than that. You know, usually I'm the fragile one between us. She wears the pants. So, you know, between that part. So I think she'll be okay. And just in case, I'm sorry, Mel. We can't talk over each other. So, yeah. First comment of the day goes to... Gotta scroll up. Al with morning all, followed by Drac with good morning. And then David with, I was just asking David if there was going to be a show today. And here you are. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a little late. Um, I'm blaming my neighbors on this one. Uh, they were panging on the fucking floor until 2.30 in the morning. Um, and, yeah, so that that's going to be an issue. But, yeah, so it, we had to – it was a struggle to even get to the show two days. So that uh, – um, I would apologize, but it ain't my fault. Nah, that's how we do that. <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube, you, have, you must understand you're watching this at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Aha. How's that for some Doctor Who shit? Woo! <gasps> <gasps> You know what time it is? It's tomorrow. Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, yeah. Fluffy. <laughs> Mr. Iglesias on Netflix is not bad. It's cute little comedy. Uh, Ray has a good point. Comedy. Yeah, uh, Go Poe, could you uh, take that thought? I forgot to share the show. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> uh, so, let's see Gabriel Iglesias has a little TV show on Netflix Where he is a teacher It's really cute, it is family yeah. friendly It's called Mr. Iglesias Yeah, It's good uh, I, for, I forgot to share the show So I, I'm going to share it now So, yeah um, Yeah, Mr. Iglesias is pretty cool Mae West says Not singing? Oh, no, 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 no I must sing, I'm contractually obligated it's right there. It, it, that would be false advertising. It's right there. Yeah, bad, terrible jokes, and we're singing, folks. She said, Kristen, the music, uh, was that you dinging? I love it. Oh. Singing, not dinging. LOL. Yes, that is Kristen's music. Kristen, talk about your music. My album uh, has 10 songs on it. Of those 10 songs... Um, I wrote all of them very quickly. I have to say that I wrote them within two weeks. Uh, the person that I was working with, I haven't been able to get back in touch with for a while now because I would love to do a second album, but maybe that's just the universe saying, okay, let's try something else. Hey, Mr. Music that's Man, me. catch us on the jingle. We'll catch you on the jangle. Right? Or no, sorry, I fucked that up. Give us a jingle. We'll catch you on the jingle. Sorry, I screwed up the joke. 
and how that whole album, that whole album was just an accident. It was just so cute because I heard a song and I asked if I could add lyrics to it. He liked it. The next thing I knew every day I was getting a new song and all I was getting was like just little tiny bass tracks. So I would say, let's add this, let's add that, let's put this here, let's put that there. Came up with the lyrics, came up with the melody and before I knew it, my one song turned into 10. Uh, David Ash is begging you, please sing one bar from the intro song. I don't remember the name of it, but it's the, I can feel it. That one. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put Say you on the spot that time. David did. And wish that I could say, if you loved me, why did you go away? I know it's it's a little rough because I don't have my microphone, but there you go. Soon. Remember, we're still building up the studio. We got the we, we got the next step checked, and then we're we're yeah we're still going. Andrea, good morning, my sweet. That was a little bit too personal. I'm I have to I have to be honest. She I've smoked sweet. a little weed, but she is sweet. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah, and she says your singing is beautiful. So if you guys like sing if you guys enjoy Kristen's uh, music, you can find her on SoundCloud under Kristen Harding. And uh, we'll see if we can get a link up for you. And should be beginning next week. Ray is planning to put Kristen's music to a backdrop of, uh, of Andre Vian's photography. So, yeah, and then that's going to begin the next stage. St- sorry, I'm so nervous and I'm fucking it up. The next stage of uh, Bleeding Melon Studios, which is like animated music videos, things like that. So, for I'm example... So so, for example, after we get some Christian, some of Christian songs and whatnot, we're going to start doing animating like the, the fantasy soundtrack to Skeins of Fate. So you have something to listen to while you read. There's little projects like that, you know? Yeah, Ray's looking all proud. Can you let me get it? Oh, shit, sorry. I forgot to let him into the Zoom. <laughs> Dad sucks. Forgot to let him into Zoom. Yeah, that would help. That would help. <laughs> Yeah, I had to smoke a little bit of a little bit of weed to take care of the pain today, so I'm a little stupid. Um, I do have to say though, good on Cassidy. Pat Cassidy on the head. I'm I'm down to I'm under a gram a day, average, a little. and it's going down. What? What? What did you say? You heard me. I couldn't hear you from over there. Come with an arm's <laughs> length. I promise I won't hurt you. <laughs> Come over and see me sometime. Ooh. Andrea says, when I was a baby, my mom shipped me in a bag of sugar. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Dipped. Okay, yeah, that's even more, yeah, roller around. Do the pixies tickle when they dance on your tummy? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Cumberland says, I can't wait to hear it, right? Jules says, amazing photography. Exactly. Andrea Vian's photography is, like, transcendent. I would call it, especially her, her Fog series. It, it's just, it's really, really amazing. And then, plus Kristen's music... Bam. Okay. She does fog photos? Yeah. I love fog. Uh, Melanie's been building Andrea uh, a gallery on bleedingviolentstudios.com, and I think she also has other galleries elsewhere. I highly recommend If you're into photography at all, check her out. She's up and coming. Please tell me she photographs ruins, too. You'll have to ask her. She's in the audience, yeah. 
I can I can attest to graveyard. Mm. I have seen the graveyards. Yes, I know she does those, yeah. and beautiful work. Beautiful. That's why I'm so honored that we get to collaborate. Jason says, "I'll smoke to that, Cass." Right. So we're growing, and that's one of the one, one of the ongoing lessons that we're trying to like you. you teach you know nasara is incoming for those of you who know what nasara is and uh do does, does everybody know what nasara is here do we need to go into it i don't nasara, know nasara is the national economic security reformation act right now that's the that's the government thing there is a spiritual event that's corresponding with the governmental thing so we just kind of roll it in together and say nasara mm -hmm. and pretend it's a cool spaceship name but in reality it's an acronym for a governmental thing but what this represents is a fundamental change to how the energy of abundance works in this universe in, in this planet i'm not gonna say new universe but we'll say planet uh, a great example of manifestation of this is the fact that people can produce their music entirely like on youtube under their own power you know the sweat of their mm -hmm. own brow and ain't got to pay nobody mm -hmm. nothing you know but here's the trick it's really easy to get caught up in you know like the demographics of podcasting which we just looked up last night um, i don't even know how much money that is you know what i mean i mean like i know the numbers but for all the chickens is that yeah that's like a lot that's a bunch of mcchicken one mcchicken two mcchicken Lots. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Christopher, if you're listening, can you believe they just said how many chickens? Okay, <laughs> this is an old joke. Go for it. <laughs> I feel like a like deer you, in the headlights. <sighs> like when you say Taco Grande. Oh, gotcha. Taco Grande. Gotcha. We say how many chickens? <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh yeah. So yeah, right. Pick that up. But yeah. So it's so it's easy to go to try to like jump full steam ahead to, to stuff, but you have to do, you have to work slowly. You have to work right. with what you've got, not overextend. And this goes for, this goes energetically, like how many spoons you're devoting to it, to a given endeavor. Speaking of which, Ray, uh, do me a favor, see if you, that, that, that headset's Bluetooth. Find my, my, my matrix lollipops, please. I lost them when we were reorganizing the desk. Um, I was going to do a bit about the red and blue lollipop, but I don't have them. And that's, but yeah, so the, the point is, take it slow. So I'm not overextending myself doing these like animated music videos that I've been dreaming about since I was a child. But that's what he's for. You see what I mean? So don't overextend. You know, things are coming. They are going to be okay. And I know that sounds like hopium, but it's just simple. I mean, even Gandhi, you know, tyranny cannot last forever. You know? Christy! By the way, Christy, the invitation to the morning coffee show, the Zoom, is, is in is in the BVS film crew. You're welcome to join us. So, all right. So, Jules says, lots of, lots of love, y'all. I'm not. I'm off to see the wizard. Oh, crap. I wanted to talk to you, but that's right, I'll talk to you later, Jules. We have a kind of an announcement to make, and I, I kind of have to confer with Jules before I can do it completely. But essentially, we are almost ready to begin the Bleeding Violence Studios uh, children's books wing. And uh, I could not be more excited. Because the next step after that is getting those Kickstarters I was talking about going. And that will probably give us the money we need to do the rest. Because children's books go really, go over really, really well. Mm -hmm. You know, and on this one, with the, the, the series is called Darkling Tales. And with this one, I will be using the trans thing. Because it's for trans kids. It's for Good. people who don't feel completely part of the norm. 
So on that one, I will be saying, I am a trans person. This is my story told through children's tales. Not for Skeins, but for this one, yes. Because it's for other kids like me. Mm-hmm. That's in the general message is, yes. Yeah, so what if the universe thinks you're a freak? Only a freak can, go, can be an X-Man. Well, I think it's a wonderful topic. And if Dr. Seuss can still have in my brain one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, black fish, blue fish, old fish, new fish. I think that children being given something so meaty, a topic, I guess, is or something that they can just really understand is just so much more productive than one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, black fish, blue fish, old fish, new fish. I agree. I think people this one have has un- a little car. This one has a little star. My, what a lot of fish there are. I- My kids could not believe it that I memorized Dr. Seuss. I can't either. You see, I'm like, oh, ah. <laughs> I'm like, cut away to Peter Griffin. <laughs> Andrea says she friend requested Ray. Yeah, Ray, Ray is available for friend requesting. Um, is Raymond V. Lightwing. So, and as well, also Sarah, and we have an account for Shar as well, but it is heavily mod- moderated, and we're not going to unveil that until she's a little bit better. Which brings us to the family update, because I forgot I got call call cut up goofing off. Shar is doing so much better. Uh, Jim Andre by name. Um, crap! Now I can't remember the other names of the sexy space cats. Sarah. Okay. Sarah. Jack, well, yeah, but Jack's right here. So people say, mm-hmm. Jack, just go, hi, guys. We're trying to mention those who aren't here. But anyway, either way, thank you all. Shara uh, is doing so much better. She's on solid foods again. Um, that was a little bit yesterday, but now, like today, she's ravenously eating. Um, the inner velociraptor has been unleashed. God have mercy on us all. Uh, but in order to save millions, she's being moved back up to her old room and being fed lots of pizza and cheeseburgers. So yeah. I think we'll be okay. Yes, got to have curly fries and milkshakes in there too, Dad. Yeah, basically. Um, once we get a little bit of money in hand, we're going to order. We're going to. We just discovered Uber Eats mm-hmm. recently, so we're going to mm-hmm. Uber Eats her up some curly fries from Jack in the Box, which is our all-time favorite, other than Ten Cent Ramen. I was about to say, has she gotten her ramen? Yeah, she's got her ramen. Um, she, yeah, but it's that's not enough. The voraciousness has begun. Good. I think I think what might have happened is the nearly starving to death, right in the hospital while being fed. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna answer for that shit. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Linda Laverne. <clears throat> Anyway, one step away from toxin them both. Um, I'm sorry, rage caught me. What were we talking about? Uh, Shar nearly starving to death in the hospital. That's why the rage caught me. Okay, so yeah, it's um, yeah, that was bad. That was intense. Yeah. Thank you, Major Solipops. So yeah, thanks to you guys, and I've, I said it. I said it yesterday, and I'm gonna say it again. The uh, she's been basically what she's been doing is sliding, and then jumping, like for, as far as her health. And the times that that like we have these the, these large meditations for her, you can time them to her recovery. It's crazy, but as Dr. Dr. A says, we're not even that doesn't even bother us anymore. Right. 
know, she keeps she keeps beating every odd and keeps pulling off these crazy medical miracles, like the like for example the blood clots moving backwards against the bloodstream to the operation point. Just you know, they don't, they're not even shocked anymore. So that's something that you guys, every single one of you that prayed or even just said, "Hey, wow, I hope that crazy little girl gets better." Just even a well wish, even like a second out of your day, hoping she gets better. This is your proof. I don't care. I'm going to call it proof. Scientists will say, that's bad science. And I will say, yeah, but I can tear your spine out. So we're even. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I don't care. I don't have that right anymore. I don't get to question. I don't care. So, but that's proof that prayer works. Shar is proof. Which is all the proof you'll ever need. And I'm not saying only look at Char. That gets real culty real quick. The cult of the 11-year-old girl. Mm-mm. That sounds a little bit creepy. But uh, she's one. And there are many, many more. You know, again, if anything, look at Char as inspiration to overcome your obstacles and maybe research just what kind of medical miracles are going on around us. Because they're getting so frequent that science itself the scientific communities are beginning to fall apart you know Sean says oh books here is a bit out of my book called see the insane oh you have a book Sean link that crap bro if you got a book or something link it if you got a show link it just don't spam it right okay Ada started a steady journey a steady jog towards the gully she sang in an angelic voice before the first dawn out of a blinding light a sun came made of pure white light and it burst forth from a blackness darker than night for all the wrongs that have been done I will make them right wow oh, pretty. I like that I do too it sounds like song lyrics link us to your book bro remember this show is for everybody you know if we do if we do our job right everybody gets lift, lifted up even you guys you know, like, for example, Drac has been inspired to do his own show. I'm not saying I did that. But I helped. It's shaking back, and I helped. I want a link. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the link. Mm-hmm. So, Cumberland says, respective hug sent. So, oh, oh, Jewel's still here. Good. Um. Okay, so personal apology to Jewel between... Uh, between Char's condition and and the various other legal stuff, progress in behind the scenes has been ma- being being made in in basically jumps and stops. Um, I have all the information ready. If you're still willing to head up the literature department, I would really we would re- I would really be happy. And if you're done with my shit, I understand too. So, but yeah. So like I said, we're, we're going to be starting on the uh, on the children's book, and the first one is Little Red Riding Hood. More specifically, Princess Riding Hood and the Prince of Wolves. So. I love what Char asked of you. Right. <laughs> I, would you go into that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Basically, Char was about five or six, and she was sick of the girls always being rescued. And she was tired of it. And she didn't like the story of Little Red Riding Hood because she had started to notice that, you know, in her, I'm quoting this, a girl Mm -hmm. Little Red Riding Hood should be able to take on a wolf. This is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Quoting. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah so she wanted you know she knew i wrote stories she saw me tell stories to my friends every night so she asked me to tell her a story where the girl wasn't the victim and so i said yes for you i will do this princess of power that's that's like a holy mission for a dad right there right so yeah she loved it so much she says why don't you write this for other children so i'm like yes ma'am right away ma'am and then the government erased me so it's taken a while but we recently recovered the files i i didn't have the files of all the of the outlines and shit everything that we need to proceed they were they were lost we recently recovered them and then we recently also got other shit done so yeah, so we're looking forward to it, and then that'll be Bleeding Violent Studios' first uh, first Kickstarter, and if it does as well as I think it will, I'm fairly certain that'll pay for the rest of the upgrades for the studio, including getting Kristen back to producing music, and getting Andrea the photography equipment she needs, etc., etc. Oh, nine seconds! Thank you, Poe! You're perfect! And I, I, Good time, I was just wrapping it up, too. So, yeah. Yes, that worked, uh, Andrea. Thank you for putting the uh, link in there to your to your photography. So, all right. So the next uh, that's the ten minute mark for now. Audience comments, right? Actually, you did audience comments for ten, and then you did the update and business for ten. We're okay. now on topics. Okay, so we're a little like a fish out of water, being hit by a club in a bear trap, but we're getting there. Hi, okay, Sammy, so up screen. I like that mm-hmm. better. That that's more complimentary. <laughs> so today's topic is manipulation, secrets, backdoor games, and telephone. And uh, there's been a lot of that behind the scenes, and that's one one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode now. Now, in Poe, to in order to glorify and say not glorify, that's the wrong word. That's some blasphemy in that. But in order to like credit for Poe, like this is how smart. This is why we call her the intellect in the group. You know, she was already preparing for this. Before I even like, hey, should we should do that episode. And in actuality, it was more like Poe was like, we should do this episode. And I'm like, I've just had a fantastic idea. We should do this episode. Yeah. So it's really more of the supervillain thing. So. But it worked out really well, because one of the things that's happening behind the scenes with all of us in the spiritual community, the ufology and, and, and all that stuff. And you all know my opinion about the ufologists. But, you know, my opinions on the surface, I'm not backdooring anybody. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the enemy, the Dracos, the Lakogoth, the you know the Shriners—I don't care what you want to call them—they're causing strife, and we need to address this. So, Poe, would you like to open up with telephone? Now, how would, I would like you to open up, and I'm not telling you where to open up. <laughs> All right. Uh, my idea was primarily uh, the idea of misinformation, miscommunication, misunderstandings. Uh, Cass uses the word telephone, the old telephone game. One person whispers one statement to another. And by the time it gets through even three people, it has changed. By the time it gets through five people, it's unrecognizable. So you start off with, say, a nugget of truth. And somewhere in there, whether it is on purpose or accident, there is confabulation. There is other information added, perhaps ends up misleading people. Uh, so that's where we get misinformation. Not outright lie per se, but you need to use that discernment. And that is what we're talking about today. Yeah. I, I, uh, most of us have probably done the telephone game experiment in school, right? I would, I would assume. You know? right. There's when one particular I committed to memory. 
and it was really really amazing because the first one ow crap kitty <laughs> the first step was the first kid got to make up his word and it was now it's time to go home and in three steps it turned to now is the time for jesus in three wow. steps wow yeah so yeah yeah that was that was uh I committed that one for memory. It went, now it's time to go home. Now it's time for cheese. Now is the time for Jesus. I don't know how I couldn't, I don't know how that go home to cheese. I don't how, know how that one happened, but I can see the cheeses to Jesus. I can see that one. <laughs> David makes a great point here. Great find of Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. Yes. Okay. I want to get dangerously. Sorry. I screwed that one up. I can't remember the rest of that song. That's all I can remember. You and I like your the testicles. Weird Al what was that? I like the Weird Al song from that one. Oh, refresh Cassidy's oh. memory. I'll actually go ahead and post it. He was talking about, oh, and I can buy the monogram Kleenexes by the ton and the gold toilet. This is the life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have some butter to chew my food. What else can I do? This is the life. Yeah. Tangent. Go ahead. Yeah, so like I said, it just this telephone game is it, it can it can screw you up, you know, it can screw everything up, and now add into that, you know, malicious nature and the human attachment to secrecy, which I don't quite get, but I'm starting to understand it from a primate behavior point of view. And if if you think that's not too flattering, I agree. But what else can I do? <laughs> to quote Weird Al. The whole, he said, but she said, but then they said, and then he said this, and then they said that. Really? Were you there? Were you there? Did you hear it with your own ears? If you didn't hear it with your own ears, question it. Exactly. So we want to go into some historical examples of this. I want to start with Dracula because, you know, it's me. Um, Now, a lot of people understand Dracula the vampire. Now, that's thanks to Bram Stoker, right? Now, what a lot of people don't understand is that Bram Stoker actually just kind of picked that name at random because it sounded scary. And the vampire, like if you've, especially if you've ever read Dracula by Bram Stoker, it's got nothing to do with Vlad. Nothing to do with it. Stoker picked the name out of a, out of a historical book because he wanted to, you know, bang the actor that he had picked to play Dracula. True story, by the way. That's not a Barney, like, you know, jokey true story. That's actually, like, the thing. That's... You know, he was attracted to the actor that would play Dracula on stage, so he was—he wrote it for his boy, for his want to wannabe boyfriend. Okay, but the reason why he picked that is because he was looking in, in, in a book of like scary shit from from the Middle Ages, and he and what he read is all the terrible things that Dracula had done. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we've all heard of Vlad the Impaler. And he has to drink the blood of virgins. Ooh, it makes for a good movie! But it didn't actually happen. See, the thing is, is historically speaking, um, Vlad, who was actually a very devout Catholic, believe it or not, had been begging the Vatican for help. What a lot of people in the modern day don't realize is that Wallachia was the entrance to Europe from Ottoman Turkey. The Turks were terrifying in what they did. They were fucking terrifying. Okay, they... Yeah. They, they were literally, like, throw them to the Turks used to be a thing, okay? So it, it, it's, they were terrifying people, okay? Vlad was absolutely outnumbered 
outgunned, out everything. So he sent word to the Vatican for help. He's like, hey, dude, I'm protecting you guys. We need some help, bro. And the Vatican was like, no, no, you will pay us more taxes. And Vlad's like, oh, yeah? Well, now you ain't getting jack shit, motherfucker. And so the Catholics went on a campaign of disinformation about Vlad. They took the stories of some of the things he actually did, like the Forest of Bones, and blew it out of proportion. Okay? To such a degree that he he suffered. Look it up. You know? That is a, an extreme example. They introduced, oh, rumors, ooh, secrets, ooh, this, ooh, that. Why? Money. They didn't get the Wallachian taxes. So, you know. <clears throat> now, that one's pretty grim. So let's do a couple of better ones. You know, like, a tu, Brute? Yes, me, Brute! I like to do that joke. I probably do that joke too much. So, you know, betrayals and, and things and backdoor... I mean, didn't we grow out of this in high school, folks? I mean, I don't know for sure. I graduated two years early. For those of you... You two were in high school, right? Help me. Boarding school. Mine's a little different. My quote for that is... <laughs> There are behaviors that are prevalent in high school that maturity hopefully will correct. Basically, I find those times when I hear people acting out like that is a cry for attention. It's a backhanded compliment to be singled out in such a manner. And actually... It shows that person's true colors, sadly. So it's very telling uh, when you hear these negative barbs come out of people that you believe are older than perhaps 19 or 20, um, but they're still like stuck in that childlike behavior. And it's very sad because there's so much more to life than being stuck in a negative rut. I didn't want to interrupt that and not to undercut it, but I have to let this out before my head explodes. What's that? Um, Lucas says, <clears throat> I like big Bibles and I can't deny that Carpenter <laughs> just go, is just so fly. When he walks in with that itty-bitty waist him and some fresh fish for your face, you get sprung. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she was saying something important, bro. Earwig. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Sorry they were about relating the, yeah. it. They related it. Uh, what was it with the church Sorry, Bible get... camp kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, apologies with the screech. I didn't realize it was out loud. I I'll, I'll fix that. My apologies. I suck. I'll have Ray try to fix it in the editing. So if you're seeing this on YouTube and you're like, I don't know what screech you're talking about. Trust me, there was a screech. <laughs> and it was loud. What were we talking about? Okay, let me oh, see if I can let me see if I can turn down the decibels because it, if it, I think if I just noticed that when it goes up into the red, it people complain about the level of sound. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I you think I just learned something. You, know, you guys continue, please expound upon your point. I had to get that out, or my head was going to explode. You want to oh. keep it in the green and the yellow. Don't go to the red. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Red is bad. Red, red is, is bad. Stop. 
Red is, red is, you are exceeding the limitations of your microphone. And okay. everyone's eardrums. Yeah. Right? So that's just a little color cue for you. In my defense, I was raised by a rock and roll musician. I did not know red was too much. I thought we were aiming for red. No. Oh, red gets into distortion. Yeah. To be do 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 Giggity. Okay, so I've just learned something. Thank you guys for letting me know. I appreciate it. Always, always hit us with a critique so that we can grow as a grow as a show and mostly Cassidy, because Cassidy sucks. Please continue. <laughs> Poe, what do you have to say about maturity? How do people grow out of that negative behavior? Wow, that would be a tough one. Some of them just, they get stuck in their shadow based upon the models that they have around them, whether it is their parents or uh, their social circles. They may be in an interstitial broken window kind of area. Uh, that may be the only example that they have. Uh, high school is terrible uh, preparation for real world. Uh, you do have your social circles, but that changes a bit, hopefully once you get out. However, there are those who become stuck in cognitive developmental stage, such as uh, Jung, a gardener might discuss, uh, where they find they have received accolades. They have received population, population, popularity due to misdeeds. Mm -hmm. due to wrong mindset. So that gets stuck. They remain in that mindset. And perhaps if they go to college, what have you, or entry level position, they have that confrontational, perhaps competitive spirit, and do not see the person for the potential, but see them as adversary, as a nemesis, as Hero mm -hmm. would say. So, well, negative attention is still attention, yeah, but positive attention feels so much better. That's why I'm, I'm... They do not receive the positive attention. They never get a co consistent example of that. They might get one-offs and be like, that's strange, that's unusual, that doesn't happen, that's not natural. Oh, good, Richard's here. So the only thing that they get. Yeah. I was waiting for Richard because this next part's for him. Um, not just him, but for others. And, and no badness, no badness, bro. The way I said, I've been trying to mind my cartoon voices. So, no, no, quick, real quick. Mic check. How is this? This is the That's volume good. that Mr. B had me set it at before, but I wasn't hitting the red, and I thought we're supposed to hit the red. You know, like I'd, I'd, I'd feel real dumb now, but that's how we learn. No worries. You're so not dumb. You are, you're not dumb. You are uneducated. Now that you are educated, you won't do it again. There's a part of me inside that just said, what do you call me, a hillbilly? Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, right? I was born in Christian County, Kentucky. I can call you a hillbilly. <laughs> okay, David says a little bit up. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move it up to that. It's plus three decibels, so I'm going to move it up to plus four. De We're going to do one decibel at a time, okay? Yeah, Dracona says still a little quiet. David's still a little too low. I had it at plus 10 because that was allowing me to meet the top, which, again, that's I th that's where I thought we were supposed to get. To <laughs> laugh at yourself, folks. It's right? the best way to take care of embarrassment. Right? <laughs> and okay, remember so that if people do call you on your actions, did you give them ammunition? Exactly. 
So that brings us to the to, to the next part. You know, again, we open the show. We well, we open the topic of the show of of, of, of discussion today with the back doors, the the back door rumors and stuff that are going on behind the scenes. Now, I've spoken to Bradley. What I'm about to tell you is Bradley's business. I mean, Bradley Bradley Powers. I've spoken to him. I've actually been begging him to let me tell this for a couple of years, and I finally got permission because basically, it's gotten to the point where our where rival shows are trying to hurt Shar. And uh, y'all shouldn't have picked this fight. So let's start with this one. There's a rumor going around that's actually true that Bradley is guilty of starving his dog to death. Okay. Now, our rival, our, some of our rival shows, people that actually used to work with us, by the way, are trying to ruin Bradley and are hurting my daughter to, and are willing to hurt my daughter to do it because they want better ratings for their show. So they're trying to cause behind the scenes drama. So let me just take away their ammunition because that's how you that's the, that's how that goes. That's how you do the mental judo. So, yes, it is true that Bradley was con, was uh, he was not convicted of animal abuse. He pled guilty. OK, now what had happened specifically was he needed to go away to to protect his not protect. That's Cassidy's word to um, take care of family. We've all had to do that. You know, he left the dog in the care of a friend. We've all had to do that. You know, the dog, out of out of sheer depression, starved itself and unfortunately died. Okay. Aww. Now, dogs do that. Yes, when they don't have their owner, yes, they right. do. So, the the end result is when you know Bradley went before the went before the judge. He pled guilty because ultimately it's still his responsibility. He did nothing to the dog. Now, if, any, if anyone is at home saying, well, no, 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 I read different, I read different, I advise you to look a little bit deeper, because if you care enough to hurt people over this rumor about Bradley, then you should care enough to look into it for yourself, because the court documents are quite clear. Bradley is not responsible personally. He's responsible legally. And if you know anything about the law in the UK, if you starve a dog to death, uh, they throw the book at you. Instead, Bradley got a year probation. Now, if you know anything about UK law, why would somebody get a year probation if they weren't really the hand that did it, but they still accepted responsibility? Right. It's a slap on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what the enemies of our show did is they found this and they're trying to run around and say, look, Bradley's an abuser, Bradley's an abuser. And because he's been a right prick lately, it's having a lot of effect. We all have to admit Bradley's been a bit of a prick lately. You know, we're all going through crisis, no judgment, you know. So, yeah. So, like I said, it, it, this is what we're talking about. Someone who wants to do harm can take a piece of information Blow it out of proportion, but you notice, and here's always the here's always the sign. Just like the Vatican, just like the you know the the plot against Caesar, just like any other uh, betrayal, has to be done in secret. They don't have the balls to come on the show and say, "What about this?" It's always, "Oh, hey, look what I found! Don't tell anybody I told you." That's a red flag, folks. That's where I wanted to use the word misinformation because it has the nugget of truth. Here's a picture of the person involved. Here's a picture of the dog. But what could be some extenuating circumstances? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And the thing what? is, 
literally, was there anything, if, if you are away from a situation and you put your trust in someone and they betray you, there's literally nothing you could have done other than perhaps, you know, ask for a daily update on your dog. And I want right. to see, you know, physical proof of my baby being okay. But right. other than that, what could you do? But dude, even, but even a vet would tell you, dogs will do that. If they get depressed, there's nothing you can do, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, but, it, but the, the point is, is he still took responsibility. He accepted the judgment of the court, no matter what they said. He, I, he threw himself. He said, I am guilty. He wasn't convicted. Pled guilty. You know, that shows an honorable man. Actually, I think what shows his honor is that he's been taking it on the chin from these assholes for two years and not saying anything. Because oh he still misses her. And what these assholes don't realize is every time this rumor comes about, comes around, he spends about three days dealing with it. I'm not going to say he's crying. Cassidy would be crying. He's too much of a man to cry. But it hurts him deeply. And Cassidy's getting a little sick of it. Not only that, this, this crap is affecting the Bleeding Violent Studios, which is affecting Char's chances for survival. So you want to swing, ah. Cass is swinging back now. You want to fuck with Machiavelli's ghost? Okay! And Ray, what is the step one to a masterful manipulation and the best revenge ever? Microphone. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what you're always telling me. Do nothing, live and prosper. Mm-hmm. The best manipulation ever is to not engage. That is the mm-hmm. best manipulation game you can possibly do is just go Mm-mm. and back up. You know? I hope you understand. You are one Machiavellian mother lover. <laughs> <laughs> Kept you all alive so far, hadn't it? I, I'm, not, I'm not admonishing you. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of lessons, right? Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I still like what Doctor Who did. He completely derailed the Prime Minister by saying, doesn't she look tired? Yes. Oh, I remember that one. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. She had great lines that to there. me before the show. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. That was awesome. Get Do you remember either. that one, Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To give kind of just a, a sum up of it, um, the prime minister had done something that the doctor found wrong. And he said, I can take you down. I can take you down in just a few words. And she's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. And he goes up to her aide and he says, doesn't she look tired? Well, as I understand it, that's the same as our article 25. If a person is found not to be able to serve, they are removed from office. So just by saying those words, doesn't she look tired? And after hearing about this episode and getting that explained to me today, I, I disagree. The doctor is not Gallifreyan. He's Katai. That's it. <laughs> uh, True story. I have to never I, Shakespeare was Klingon. Go ahead, Poe. Shakespeare yeah. was Klingon. Oh, yeah. Just a quick aside. I don't remember the episode, but Peter Capaldi, he does a speech about war. Do you remember? Holy crap. I know that name. Who is that? Capaldi was, oh, I don't remember what all he's been in. Uh, Scott? Isn't he Scottish? He's Scottish. He was in a punk band. Big Um, (laughs) nose. He's he's like, 
you remember when Craig Ferguson was so popular? Well, he's kind of got that same charm. Mm. And he was in an episode of The Fires of Pompeii. He was the dad. And then he came back and he's like, why did I choose this face? Yeah, and and the reason for choosing this face. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's the old Scottish doctor. Okay. Yes. Uh, Well, doctor. Yeah, the mean old man. Yep, I'm getting that. I'm going to share it in chat so we don't take up more time. (laughs) Now, as far as now, some people have had some comments about Bradley. Here, here's the thing: what Bradley is not intending to be an asshole. Lately, he's being an asshole lately, like I'm an, an asshole usually. It's it's uh, conflicts of culture, you know? So we, we're going to do an episode, Bradley's going to do an episode about that. Now, I'm not going to defend his, his fascination with dark magic. Being someone who survived dark magic, I really wish he'd turn away, but that's his business, not mine, you know? Mm-hmm. True love, and I'm talking agape here, not like, oh, Bradley, you're so luscious. But like like agape, brotherly, you know, if I love Bradley, I have to let him make his mistake, you know. And here's another one. Here's a, and this is a callback for you, Rebecca. Just like if if Shard chose to leave this world, I'd have to let her go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mind you, she ain't choosing, but still. It's just when you love someone, you have to let them make their mistakes. If they choose, you can do your best. You can say, hey, dude, this ain't, I don't think this going to work out for you, Will. But if they choose to do it anyway... Every parent and grandparent understands this. When you watch your child and you know that they're on a path and you say, now, dear, be careful. And they do it anyway. Did they learn anything? Yeah, exactly. If they learn something, then, you know, the lesson learned and that's awesome. But Christopher Titus. Yeah. Christopher Titus, he talks about that. The mom would be like, no, bad, don't do that. The dad would be like, Penny in the light socket. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Wait, check it out. Go ahead. <laughs> now you aren't going to do that again, are you? That's how I taught Ray. He insisted. He wanted to touch that barbecue. He he, lo- he was fascinated. I'm like, I finally was like, okay. Made sure he didn't cl- get close enough to, t- to hurt himself and let him burn his little fingers. And he lo- looks at me, looks down, and he goes, hot. Hot. Oh my god, it was so cute, I could die. <laughs> hot. Hot. Time, I did the same thing with my child. And all I did was I turned on the burner and looking at it, looking at it. You know, it's really, really pretty. And I'm like, what do you think? And I and he went to go touch it and I went, What do you feel? He goes, Hot. And I said, Right? He goes, No touch. <laughs> right. So I had a yeah. bird for three weeks. I'm not going to say what that says about my parents. I'm leaving it to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's, let's leave our parents out of it for now. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> David says, Bradley's a damn honorable and respectful guy for sure. The problem is, the problem with a lot of people is they don't like his talk of demons and practice dark magic for positive use. And again, I, I, I can't approve or disapprove. It's literally none of my business what he, what he chooses. I don't like it. Because I, you know, had to survive it. But you know, maybe his, maybe he's going to have a different experience than me. Same reason I didn't like keep my kids out of school because I was bullied. Oh, just because I was bullied doesn't mean they are going to be bullied. Right. But that is, and David brings up exactly the point. Because this is a situation where Bradley's enemies are using his honor against him. You see. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where where we're always taught saying, you know, follow your heart. 
listen, do your own research, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I'm in a cult. We brainwash people to think for themselves. Yeah, we want you in the power of your own hand. Exactly. You know, so let's think of some good movie examples. Let's get off something serious. Let's think of some good movie examples. <laughs> what I had. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, I, my Zoom completely crashed. It's okay. Sorry. I could tell because the picture switched places. Oh, By the yeah. way, mic check. Am I still too tired, folks? Uh, too tired. I know I'm too tired. <laughs> Am I yeah. still too quiet, folks? Sound fine to me. Is good. Audience, please. Sound is good. No? All right. Um, I'll do a little bit of talking during that. I was thinking in terms of misinformation. Uh, uh, kind of multimedia. The book and the movie. The first one was Da Vinci Code. I read the book. Holy Blood, uh, Holy Grail, that a lot of the theoretical stuff in there is based upon. And you have the little nuggets of proof, and then you have this wild conjecture that just grows up around it. So that was just in that book. And then when you go into Da Vinci Code, uh, the book, no, I'd say uh, the movie. The movie didn't even have enough time to go into as much. Oh, sorry. Didn't even have able to go into as much so there's even more confabulation and then if you get to the book there's more information in there so you have the nugget of truth confabulation is that better okay yeah okay <laughs> as far as sound check goes i both Kristen and paul are the same volume that's their mics so if you guys are hearing them too loud uh chris um oh thank you so much maybe you know that uh, i can adjust it i try okay if you can't we'll figure it out you know, there's a couple of pieces of equipment, you know, once we actually get around and start getting the getting the podcasting bucks going that, that we can get to make the show even better. So yeah, I got you, got you. Uh, Jack says Ray's mic is perfect. So David really? Nash says about one or two notches up would be perfect. So, OK, so let me try. Let me let me go up a half a decibel. <clears throat> so, oh, and um, yeah. I forgot how to do it. Uh, one second. Okay, there we go. Freaking dark monkey magic. Zoom did not like me today. Oh, magic computer. <laughs> We're like in my gaming group. We used to do, yes, psychic iPod. We hear you and obey. <laughs> I want to tell that the story for that that story, but that gives spoilers for the book, so I can't do it. Because spoilers for parts of the book that aren't even out yet. So, but uh, yeah. Okay, let us continue. How do we how do we counteract those rumors and those lies and that misinformation? Walk in truth. You know, my my method of uh, conflict resolution when it comes to drama is not the best. And that's just to walk the fuck away completely. And then you see whoever comes, see whoever come, reaches out to me, you know, like with the recent crap with E-City. You know, like you guys know my my opinion on the ufologists, but are E-City ufologists? No. You know my opinion on the dudes that are taking people out into the desert and charging them thousands of dollars to look at blinking lights. Does E-City do that? No. But behind the scenes, you know, they, there was this crazy levels of rumor. Cassidy's coming after James. He hates James. Ah! It was all bullshit. 
you know. Love James Cameron. Not James Cameron. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> you know, and it finally broke when I, I, I when we found, when basically Kristen found the CIA dump and sent it to me. And so I sent it to, to my friend in East Eddie because yeah, I'm still on mission, you know. But here's the thing. Would that be possible? You know, so he said, oh, hold on, I, I interrupted myself. So he said, I thought you hated us. I'm like, no, I don't hate you. And he said, well, what about this? I'm like, are you guys that? He says, well, what about this? I said, are you guys that? He says, you haven't been talking shit about us. I said, I know. So, but yeah, that wouldn't be possible if I hadn't already like come to you guys and said, hey, I've got a butt hurt going on. I'm blaming James for shit that ain't his fault. Can you help me? And Lydia, mm-hmm. poof, Lydia was the one who finally drew, drove the nail home and helped me. Right. So and the answer you, is So the answer is walk in honesty. If you have a beef with somebody, where's the beef? Put it out in the open. <laughs> you know? Some of you guys don't remember where's the beef. But um if you have a beef, put it out in the open. If you have a butt hurt, put it out in the open. If you have a feeling, a certain, if you feel a certain kind of way, say, Hey, I feel a certain kind of way. And then if you come to the person and you say your shit out loud I'm cussing way too much on this episode. If you say your stuff out loud, you know, already, then what room, what are the rumors going to get you with? You know, right. like the people that are throwing rumors around about me. I've already told you guys the worst crap I've ever done, which is just about as bad as humans can do on this planet. So what has she got? You know, what do he got? What do they got? I made it a little too personal for a second. What do they non-specifically you know, God, if I've already expressed to all of you my flaws, mm-hmm. you see, and then the stuff I do bad, then all they've got is is these crazy rumors like Cassidy beats Shannon. Are you <laughs> kidding me? She wouldn't put up with that. Sorry. She was like, so you're a fan of Vlad, huh? <laughs> Trust me, I would not survive. <laughs> or at least rather, I would wish I hadn't survived. But that's the whole point. You know, so you walk in truth, you be honest, even about your flaws, even when you're bad, be honest about the shit you do wrong. And then what can these rumors hurt you? Bradley's problem is he wasn't being dishonest about what he's done wrong. He's honest about his mistakes. He's those mistakes are right there on the surface, but he won't talk about what he does right out of sheer honor. So, yeah. All right. So commercial. 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 If you enjoy our work and would like to help us keep the lights on and the cameras running, please click on any of the donation links below. To get access to fan exclusives, please check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bleedingviolinstudios. Now, back to the show. Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we're... OBS just did something weird. You're having trouble keeping connected, Ray, because your computer is on Wi-Fi. We only have the one Ethernet cable. And since this computer has the studio, it has to have the Ethernet cable. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's piece by piece. I understand. Every little piece, every little piece. Buy them um, up, find them up. Sorry. I was just going to say, could you take a picture of your Ethernet? I might have one or two hanging out in the closet that might go into the care package with Mr. Smashy. So 
Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see Mr. Smash. If, if you wouldn't mind taking a picture okay. and sending it to me later, that'd be awesome. Oh, I might Ray. be able to help you out about that. Ray can take care of that. Okay. Sean says, it's about power. Yeah. Although without that accent, he says it's about power. The right slash light way takes time as a per- t- person tunes in with the universe. Very true. And works in time. The dark can get a human money and whatever, but they will have no sleep at night. Obviously, the light wins in a blinding flash when all seems lost. That tends to be the way it goes, you know. Well, that gentleman on Bit that had the Bitcoin and he didn't remember his password. And there's like $220 million resting on him remembering his password that he can't remember. So I keep hoping and praying that he remembers. Yeah. So, but that, that actually brings us to a, brings me to, you know, touching on previous, like with the, the situation with, uh, you're talking about how light beats, beats, you know, in a blinding flash, but it takes some time. What I did to mend the, to, to make sure that, 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 for example, E said he understood that I wasn't partaking in this rumors that the last message I sent was I will not deal with a human until this is resolved. That included business. That included, I wouldn't get a new credit card, nothing. I put my money where my mouth wasn't. And so, yeah, it was a few a few extra months of struggle, but ultimately it helped mend fences. Now, by the by the by the people standard, that seems stupid and maybe I am stupid for doing this, but I think I did right. So, Richard says, "All you need to do is follow the bright people, not the dim people." I agree. I like that. But what if the bright people are dim? <gasps> So, Paul, what's the next part of this episode? Uh, let's see. Mm. Well, we talked a moment. Well, I talked a moment about the multimedia aspect. Uh, is there anything else in terms of miscommunication and how to deal with those that are stuck in the cycle? No, I, I basically, unless somebody has like a higher resolution question, I've gone over, I mean, in low resolution, it's always the same answer. You know, be yourself, be true to yourself. You know, even if you have to live in a, in a form of deception, for example, if you're living in a nasty office environment, to thine own self be true. Now, that's a little bit of Shakespeare. Is that, somebody wanted to, want, to, want to explain what to thine own self be true is? Because I think it's become to the, like it's that, that phrase has been around so long that people just skip it and don't really chew it over in their mind. I go to Gilligan. You'll have to forgive me. Gilligan? Uh, Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Do not regret. Stay out of debt. Um, Think twice and take some good advice from me. Uh, Mind your own philosophy. And just one other thing you ought to do to thine own self be true. That sounds more more, more like Burl Ives than Gilligan. (laughs) Well, it was Gilligan. No, I believe you. I believe you. Broadway. Yeah, it could be both. Gilligan always had those flashes of genius. Every once in a while, he'd say something or do something insightful. Well, the premise was a movie producer came to the island, and they put on a play, a family. David says, I just call it living in the flow. That's a good, that's good. You know, you guys hear me talk. I call it living in the light. Yeah, that's another good phrase. And walking in love. You guys hear me say that I try to like a dance with a melody. That's the way you know I, it represents to me is like a song. 
And as long mm-hmm. as I'm dancing with that song, I'm okay. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. You know, I really don't. Oh, 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 oh good. <laughs> good, good. I think Cumberland knew you were kidding, Poe. You put a little laughy face on that comment. Yeah, I was concerned about that. Uh, if you like uh, lines from Shakespeare, there's a great new-ish uh, musical that is something rotten. Uh, where? Oh, what was it? Omelet. They put on omelet instead. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, okay. it's awesome. I think that's right up my alley. It's great. Well, I'll find it again. I remember his Bitcoin password. Yeah. Your 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 voice went way down. I don't know what you did, but your voice is now super quiet. Uh, it might be because my oh, microphone dropped. Yeah, it was up by. Okay, fair enough. He put it closer to his mouth. Yeah, Shannon. Shannon was like, "Is it wrong to hope I remember that guy's Bitcoin password?" <laughs> psychics unite. Right. You're more like psychics on tie. <laughs> Dude, we can't hear you. Oh. No, now we can hear you. We it, it, it piped in right when you're in the middle of cussing. That always happens. <laughs> it's not That's kind of Murphy's law. It's not wrong if you intend to give his password back to him. Yeah, we'll give it back to him in a few days. You know, just just give us a minute. Give us a. <laughs> we got to make sure it's safe. You know, delivery fee. Yeah, yeah, Del- yeah. That's the ticket <laughs> delivery fee. <laughs> No, ten percent recovery fee. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of to thine own self be true, I <laughs> what percent? One hundred is a percent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to thine own self be true. Yeah. Uh I remember in Shakespeare class they talked about the guy that said that that was ah. Uh, Ophelia's father, I believe, and he was known for being a doddering old fool who gave out trite advice. It is actually good advice, but he was honestly just yammering because he didn't want to deal with his son leaving. Uh, But to thine own self be true works very well with the message that we are trying to give. Know yourself, be yourself, then you don't have to worry about all of this. And if yourself leads you to these seemingly crazy ideals, like, you know, what if I was an angel or what if I have these superpowers, make them work for you instead of against you. It can drive you crazy. Some of us in the audience know this, you know, so. Polonius. Thank you, Shannon. Okay. Thank you, Shannon. Polonius. I said that like I know what that means. Is that, that sounds like <laughs> a type of pasta. Oh, I wish. That was the guy's <laughs> name. The father's name. Ophelia's father. Oh. Ophelia Heine. Don't touch me there. Anyway, old joke. Oh, that's a drag queen name if ever I've heard one. I love it. I love it. Richard says, can I just say to you all, well done for tackling a sensitive issue rather than hiding in the shadows like some do. That's that's our point. You know, it can be uncomfortable, but it's a lot less comfortable facing shit after it's fallen fallen apart. Think about that. If you take it out of the shadow and into the light, you can see it better, can't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He goes on to say, everyone has a personal perception on the matter, but it's personal to them and they are allowed to, but if they don't get to go to the source, they can't get a better understanding for themselves. Though mm-hmm. this, though this, it is not a real truth, just them deluding themselves. Um, 
building on your point, is it delusion or is it a failure in perception? Because humans and it, everybody, this is everybody. I shouldn't have said humans. I should have said people. That's a people problem, not a human problem. Everybody who's stuck in a meat brain has the same problem. You know, we just don't possess the senses to see everything. You know, like, for example, I can perceive through time where humans can't. But at the same time, I don't know when a car is barreling at me at 100 miles an hour. So wow. I can't see the whole world. You can't see the whole world. Ray's sexy panther can't see the whole world. That's why we have to work together, you know. So perception would be a temporary and a delusion would be a continued action based on that temporary perception. Well, that's why I keep saying you, gotta, you guys have to remember emotions are temporary visitors. A lot of people have a problem, excuse me, have a problem thinking that the way they feel right now is the way it always has been, the way it always will be, especially teenagers and young people. This is not true. Yeah, there's that's, life after high school and it gets better. Right. And being aware of yourself is how I had to make sure I didn't drop a chair on the carpet. Uh-huh. Being aware of yourself is how you keep yourself from harming others case in point mr gilliland like i said i have a butt hurt folks he didn't do it can you help me get over it you know and you did yeah emotions are temporary visitors what they the purpose that, that emotions serve in life is to keep a biological equilibrium okay that means it's to keep your body going the same direction it's going this is one of the reasons why change even positive change is terrifying because mm-hmm. you're that's not the way you're going your emotions are there to keep you on an equilibrium, not to rule you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, some simple things that I always forget saying you're, you are not your emotions. You are not your thoughts. And it's so easy to get caught up in that. And the equilibrium requires both the dark and the light. Kristen said you bring things into the light so you can see them clearly. We discussed shadow work. Dealing with those dark aspects of yourselves, dealing with why am I having this strange knee-jerk reaction and getting to the root of it and bringing those hidden things about yourself and your reactions into the light so that you can deal with them. And in doing so, you reach a higher potential and perhaps creativity. Yeah. I perfectly said. Face your fears and rise above them. Yeah. You know, which kind of brings us to one of the reasons we're doing this is because there is a certain member of the audience who's not here right now, but believe me, she'll be back, who has been putting a lot of effort into uh, wrecking us. You know, and I have to get to this point because we're over an hour, so I'm just going to you know, get through it real quick. And I'm going to say the name out loud, not because it's personal, because I want everyone to understand. Okay, and that's Liana McCoy. She has recently exemplified what I've been talking about when I say when I make contact with humans in general, I get one or two responses. They want to destroy me. They want to own. Sorry, one of three responses. They want to destroy me. They want to own me or they want to worship me. You know, after two years of promising and you know, well, I'll never well this. They'll, you know, we're here for the mission. We're all together. All of a sudden she turned on me. I don't even I still don't even know what the problem is. You see? Rather than block or or as we tried to work it out, you guys have watched the last four months as she's gotten meaner and meaner and meaner. And for why? We we honestly have no idea why. Yeah. I still don't know why. But things came to a head when she went as far as calling me a fucking energy rapist on, on live. That's when it got too far. 
it takes a lot to get me to block you on Facebook, but that's, I finally had to block her on Facebook personally because of the things she said. She's not blocked from the show. You see? So if somebody goes too far, do not show them evil. Show them love. But healthy boundaries. Yeah. And in the case, you know, the last note I sent her, I said, I love you, but I can't do this anymore. I don't know what your problem is with me. But the fact that you're trying to destroy what you cannot own betrays your nature in this. That wasn't exactly cool or something like that. But the thing is, is, is she's not blocked from the show because I want an avenue for healing. I want to find out what happened. I want to find out why she's angry at me. I want to put it to rest. I want my friend back. Do you mm-hmm. see? And it's time to heal all of those. Those fences that need mending, now's the time. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Sean says, brain equals hard drive, mind equals RAM, soul equals CPU. I like that. And in a way, emotions protect us, too. Yes, that is true. They do provide a shield. I was, I was talking about the, the primary, like the primal function of emotion. It, mm-hmm. it does do so much more. And then in, you know, for those of you like light workers, you can turn your emotion into a font of power. I'm not denying any of that. I'm just saying the base primal lizard function of emotions is this. And sometimes people take it too far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so like I said, you know, Cumberland says just accept and respect or don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you are, if you are privy to something that doesn't sound positive, that includes the words, please don't tell anybody, but you kind of have to look at what their motives are. Yeah. So in reality, I kind of hijacked Poe's subject, but I felt it was a, it was a good opportunity to put our money where to, to show you that we walk the walk. We don't just talk the talk. Right. You know, so essentially it was like Poe. Post, you know, post, you know what, what she wanted to say and all that stuff, and then application because we're in the middle of it right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it wasn't I wasn't we weren't trying to like like make an anti Liana episode. It's just that no. that's what's going on. I'm not well, anti Liana. She's very wise. You know, you're still showing unconditional love. Yeah, it's just that you are observing healthy boundaries because when a person shows that they are wanting to attack or harm you. What do you do? You must defend yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you lay down and be a doormat. And who wants to be a doormat? Right. Not not I, said the cat. Not I. That right, gets so, into psychology of things. Go ahead. Well, I, I was up, I was about to ask you to close the show with something. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we still have some time. Um, it can be very difficult for those who've gone through traumatic experiences or even experiences they don't remember as a child to set healthy boundaries. It's easy to become a yes person. Um, It's easy to avoid conflict of any time, any kind. And at some point, if negotiations are not successful, it's like you say, you have to uh, practice that detachment. Uh, to let people go in love mutually. Go ahead. Time out real quick. Before Amethyst goes, yes, we would be honored to read your work. I was going to wait till the end, but she's getting ready to go, so I want to say that right now. Yes, Amethyst, we would be honored to read your work and help you. Please continue, Paul. Oh, honestly, that was it. We got to find out where these tendencies come from for 
each of us ourselves in order to deal with them because without those healthy boundaries, it can affect everything in your life. So if you go into a rage, find out what provoked the rage and then diffuse it. If you are being uh, spoken against or if, if someone is you know, putting out inf- misinformation, find a healthy way to either re-educate them or walk away from their bullshit. I don't and like the re-education word, but still. But, you know, and I, I do apologize for cussing. I very seldom do it, but BS is BS is BS. It's sexy when she cusses. <laughs> and the time has come, the walrus said. Giggity. So yeah, Poe, would you uh, close us out? I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I could do my usual sort of line to be good to yourselves and each other and otherwise sleep. Um, But the ultimate point of this is when in doubt, research. And if you have the chance to mend fences that are legitimate, do so. We've been through a hell of a year last year, and this is the year to correct things. Hey, Donnie. End of the show, bro. Sorry. I could help close the show with a joke. Let's not do the Lord of the Ring 15 endings. Sorry. It's okay. All right. So just remember, folks, you are amazing, and we love you. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye. And then he couldn't find the outro. (laughs) Got it! That's all the time we have for now, Dear Lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.